So we got another NFL preview coming your way. So far, we previewed Cardinals, 49ers, Packers, Chiefs. Now we go to the Chargers and the Eagles, and we've seen some line movement in this game, some crazy line movement where early on in the week, I actually took some Philly plus three. Then I turned around after we talked with Nick last night. I saw you did the same thing, and I took the Chargers on the money line, minus 125. So I'm hoping for a Chargers field goal victory or a fluky like 28-26 win. I'd be all in on the Chargers, man, if I just saw a better product the last two weeks. Herbert's really struggled, and that's like the one dude that shouldn't struggle like you know, last year I'd watch them and I'd be like, they just can't close out games. They can't figure it out defensively. If they get a defensive minded head coach, which they did, by the way, um, they're going to figure some things out next year. They're going to be able to close out some of these close ones. And Justin Herbert is like the ultimate deodorant. As I say, with some of these dudes, Rogers and Rogers and Wilson, he covers up the stink here with the chargers. Yep. Now you have the new coaching staff, but the last two weeks, Herbert's been bad. And I think a lot of that has to do with the play calling has been way too predictable. You know exactly what they're going to do on first down. And They've suffered because of it. Also, they've had a little bit tougher of a schedule, the Chargers, but um, I think they bought into their own hype a little bit earlier on. They are favored on the road against a Philly team who we can't really figure it out. Figure out Philly, though. Um, I played them the last couple weeks. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes you know when you're off on Philly right away, though. They're a second-half team. They're a second-half team because they're usually down three scores. Exactly. The other team usually drops back into nickel coverage. Nick Sirianni just says Jalen, just go out there and play backyard football. And that is when Jalen Hurts is at his best. And unfortunately, I think that's why Jalen Hurts is probably a career Sirianni backup. He's not a good coach. No, no. He's never called plays in his life. He's terrible. Or been a head coach. And, every time, and now every, he finds himself doing both. Every time I look back at this uh, or I watch the Eagles game, the first thing I think of is when Baldy, our NFL insider, came on here. We didn't come on here, but we follow him on Twitter. Go follow him at Brian Baldinger. And um, he literally talked about how Sirianni's out here calling a Pac-12 offense. Like the scheme is is so it's so trash. You got stacked receivers on the outside. You got run. your quarterback in, in shotgun. They don't run the ball. And then, of course, to make matters worse, when they when maybe maybe the ball started to fall, Miles Sanders just a little bit. He gets hurt. He gets hurt. He's out for the entire season. Um, I'm back in the Chargers here. I paid. Uh, I took him on the line just to win, baby. Like I I don't want you to. To cover, I think what I got him on the money line minus one twenty five, one thirty is what I got it at. So a little less juice now, but I got him minus one thirty on the money line just to win. I think this Chargers team they're going to get things. They're going to they're going to come back to where we expected them to be. I look at the Eagles; they're one and five against the spread. Um, the last six home games as well. I think this Chargers team has to turn the corner. I think they have the talent to do so. I think altogether they're a better team. Their schedule did get it, – it got harder. The, st- the schedule gets harder. You start to lose a little bit of confidence. I think they're in a little bit of a lull in the middle of their schedule. You lose confidence after you get beat up by the – they got beat up bad by the Ravens, and it looks like they didn't. They never responded uh, to that shellacking that the Ravens laid up on them. I didn't but, mind them, like, getting given up the 34, like letting the Ravens hang 34, but you got to put up more than six. Yeah, you got to. You got to. I think this is a good right week for them. Um, the charge or the Eagles who were in fire sale mode at one point, then they, they, they pump the brakes and they don't trade Fletcher Cox. Like I, I don't believe in that Eagles team and they're going to have to make me a believer here. I feel like this is one of my favorite plays this week is just to get the Chargers to beat the Eagles. Now the line is, of course, I'm a little nervous. The line is fishy just because when we look at the Chargers, we think this Chargers team is way better than having to having to have this conversation with them in terms of playing against the Eagles. But I feel like when we come back on Monday, We'll be looking at each other with a lot of money in our pockets saying we're on the right side of this thing. The Chargers got right against the Eagles. The Eagles still stink. And the Chargers, I'm not going to crown them as some team that should be in the playoff contention and, uh, you know, until they earn that against some better competition. But this, these are the games that the Chargers must win. This is a must-win game for the Chargers to beat up on the beat up on the freaking Eagles. And if I was the coach, I'd walk in there and say, hey, look, you got us here as one-and-a-half-point dogs to the Eagles. Yeah. 
Exactly. Are you a one and a half point dog? And Justin Herbert says, no, as he combs back the hair that he no longer has. You look, look to your left and your right. Look at your brother. We're going to go out here. We're going to cover the spread. We're going to win outright. Give me the Chargers this Sunday. Uh, so this is a big week, obviously, for Brandon Staley. I think it's a bigger week even for the offensive coordinators, everybody in that room, Joe Lombardi, because I brought up, like, first down, how bad, like, or how predictable the play calling's been, but they've been even worse on third down. Like, and that was the thing early on in the season why I couldn't get a good read on them because they were just picking up, like, even saw it against Washington, man. It would be third and seven, third and eight. Like, Washington would actually, in that game, even against the football team, they would force them into these uncomfortable third down situations and Herbert would convert on them. Yeah. You know, they were converting on those third downs. That's not happening anymore. They're not converting on third downs. They're turning the ball over. And we loved Brandon Staley early on in the season because he's like the only dude that's ever played Madden or the only guy mm-hmm. with a clue that you go for it on fourth and two in your own territory. Like finally somebody else on this planet was watching what we've all been watching, watching football for the last 10 years. You don't punt the ball. And now though, they're not picking, they're not converting on those. And they turned the ball over twice. Uh, there was a pick six last week as well, and the defense can't stop the run. That's the other thing. Like, if you're playing props in this game, I'd play both backs because neither team could stop the run. I mean, Austin Eckler should eat in this game. Yeah. He should eat in this game. But is Joe Lombardi going to allow him to eat in this game? That's the question. I mean, the Eagles are giving up 139 rushing yards a game at home this season. So hand the ball to Eckler. Beat them with play action with Herbert and get back to what you were doing early on in the season. Now I'm not saying like get back to converting on third and eight. That's easier said than done. But the play calling's been a little predictable. And Justin Herbert, we have to remember, is still a young quarterback. It's only his second year, man. He was just so damn good as a rookie in the first couple games of the season. We like crowned him as the next big thing. And now there's some film on him. So we'll see this week. But I am playing the Eagles plus three, and then I'll play a little money line with the Chargers. I think the Chargers. We'll win a close one. Boston the, College up 10 nothing. If the Eagles cover three, if the Eagles win this game, the season is over for the Chargers. It's so done. do you think, let me ask if you this. If you lose to the Eagles, but bro. But do, do you think the Chargers are going to be able to stop the run? Because I'll probably play some Jalen Hurts uh, props. I mean, the Chargers have what? The Chargers have the league's worst rushing defense or second worst, worst defense. And you got a top 10. That's the one thing Philly could do. They don't like to run the ball, but they're a top 10 rushing attack when they actually do run the ball. And yeah. it's mostly Jalen. So that's the only thing is, are they going to be able to stop the run? The line's a little fishy, but I guess it is because the Chargers have been struggling. You did have the blowout loss that the Marcus reacted to two weeks ago against the Ravens. Mm -hmm. You probably should have beat the Patriots, but that was a close game, 27-24. And again, you had the turnovers and you you couldn't convert on third down, but still, I guess maybe I'm higher on the Patriots than most. I think they're going to turn it around the second half of the season and end up being a pretty good football team. And I think Mac Jones is going to end up being a pretty good quarterback in this league. The Chargers are literally you if I'm if I'm the Chargers, I have to look at my spot right now in the AFC West. Four and three on the season. We're still second in the division. We're behind the Raiders, who at some point, with everything that's going on with this team, feels like they're due to implode here soon. I mean, it's just an assumption. Then I look at the Chiefs. The Chiefs look like an absolute garbage team right now. Mahomes is playing out of character. Tariq Hill is getting all the love, but they just don't have enough on the offensive line to keep Mahomes in the pocket and be protected. It just looks bad. They start, they're dropping, they turn the ball over. They're trending downwards. The Broncos are also trending downwards. They just trade away Von Miller for a bag of chips and some Doritos and a dirty muffin, as my partner says here. So the Chargers, after losing two straight, still could win the division. If I'm Staley, I'm like, are you guys idiots? Wake up. We play the Eagles. This is the same Chargers team that came out here week one and smacked up on the Washington football team. 
which is not a really big accomplishment because my Washington football team does sing. It seemed like a really nice win at the time just against that defense, man. It but did. since then, you know, but they, they've kind of been what they have. They, uh, been. Against the Raiders, that game when the Raiders were red hot, Chargers came in there and beat them 28-14. You beat the Browns in that shootout game, 47-42, to okay? Even before that, you beat the Chiefs where we didn't know the Chiefs really sucked, but the Chiefs really suck. You beat the Chiefs, and then the week before that, you lost to the Cowboys. That's not a bad loss to the Cowboys. The Cowboys, look at them. They've covered in every single game of the season, including an outright win with freaking Cooper backpedal as the quarterback, Sunday night football against Kirk Cousins and Vikings on the road. Cooper, what a rush. That's yeah. my favorite one. I like that one. I, like I just, one. I don't even think, Jalen Hurts might not even throw a pass in this game. I'm kidding, but I wouldn't even have him throw a pass. You're going against a Chargers D that's given up 160 yards on the ground. And you're going against a Chargers secondary that's top five, though, in yards allowed. So they got a great secondary, but they can't stop the run. So if you're playing props under whatever they set the number at with Devontae Smith, who's been struggling, now he's going against a top five secondary. Now, the only thing that would scare me there is maybe Nick Sirianni grows a brain over the weekend. And he's like, maybe I should run some bubbles, so some bubble screens, like get the ball into our playmaker that we drafted in the first round's hands, find ways to actually use this kid and his speed. He was the Heisman. But uh, they haven't done so the last couple of weeks. So I think he's going to have a tough game. Is but I do think gone that, after the season, bro? I don't know. I think he might get another year. Or I don't two. want to see another year. I mean, this. people were talking bad about Zach Taylor last year, like he was a disaster. Hell, the first couple of weeks of the season this well, year. Wasn't Sirianni like their seventh option that they tried to market yes, as was. the first option? Like, oh, we always wanted this guy. No, you didn't. And it was an interesting hire because usually when you hire a head coach who's also going to be calling plays, he usually has at Call least plays? one of the two on the resume. But this guy, Goodness. he doesn't. The only thing about them running the ball, man, is they have to do it with, even though it is against the Chargers team, giving up 160 yards on the ground, you have to do it with Boston Scott, Jordan Howard, and Kenneth Gainwell with Miles Sanders on the IR. Ooh. Exactly. Kenneth, Kenneth Gainwell. Gainwell. Well, shout out to Jordan Howard. Does I feel like this is his eighth stint. In DC? Kenneth Gainwell. What is his name again? Kenneth Gainwell. Man, stop. Man. I actually might like him the best. Uh, we'll see what Jordan Howard's got in the tank coming up on Sunday. You're going to have to run the ball with those dudes, though. That's going to be a disgusting game. That game is going to stink. <laughs> that game is, I'm not watching that game. All I know is they better, my, my Chargers better win that game. I want to see what the props are going to look like for uh, the rushing props because I will be playing some Jalen Hurts, though. Actually, hold on. They're up now. Passing yards, Jalen Hurts, 231 and a half. No, thank you. Mm-mm. Interceptions. Oh, uh, yeah, no, never mind. The rushing yards, all you got is Boston Scott's total is 44 and a half. Austin Eckler, 62 and a half. Actually, I kind of like go, Austin Eckler. If I go over here to DC, Herbert's rushing eight and a half and Hertz is up 50 and a half rushing yards minus 115. I'm on the over. I'll play that right now. I don't see him going for anything less than 54 yards rushing. That'd be my projection in this He's game to. going against uh, this Chargers defense because and especially if they trail in the second half, like hopefully fingers crossed. If I get the cover with the Eagles, it's because they're playing from behind per usual. Hertz will just be dropping back every single uh, well, every single play and running for his life. I like it. I like it. We'll play that. Interceptions thrown in this game over an interception thrown for Jalen Hurts is plus money, plus 105. Justin Herbert to get picked in this game got picked last week, uh, minus 115. So you're not even getting plus money with a Justin Herbert interception. Receiving props in this game, Austin Eckler's receiving yardage, 41 and a half. Keenan Allen, 68 and a half. Mike Williams, 56 and a half. Jared Cook. 27 and a half. That seems like a discount right there going against the Eagles. I don't really hate that. 27 and a half yards. Devontae Smith prop up on the yardage, 54 and a half. Probably won't go under. That's pretty low, actually. They've adjusted like by like seven yards from last week. Do like Quez Watkins over 36 and a half yards. That's up right now. Quez Watkins is kind of like that uh, 
underrated prop dude right now. Tackles. I like Chris Watkins. He's also on my fantasy team, but again, everybody that I named that's on my fantasy team lets you uh gives you a back behind the scenes look at how bad my team is. I've stopped even opening the app, actually. You got like three leagues, don't believe in any of them, including uh fantasy basketball. Also stinks. Also might play the over in this game at fifty. Even if both teams do run the ball, neither team could stop the run, so they're gonna get five, six yards per carry. Boston College airing oh. it out here, dropping the ball. Uh, 50. That's interesting. A couple props and parlays that are boosted over at BetMGM that are on the front page. The Chargers, the Chiefs, and the 49ers all to win this week, which actually I like. Plus 340. Almost 4-1 to one odds. Better than 3-1 to one odds with the Chargers who take on the Eagles, the Chiefs who take on the Green Bay Packers without Aaron Rodgers, and then the 49ers who are taking on the Cardinals, potentially without Kyler Murray, just for those three teams to win, plus 340. That's not bad at all. I feel like the trap game would actually be this Eagles game. The Eagles are a weird team, man. Like, Would you be shocked if we come in here on Monday, though, and they actually won this game? I wouldn't be. I, I want to say yes, but the last time you asked me about would I be shocked if the Eagles Saints. won. They, oh, Eagles, yeah. They, they came out and they won. Yeah.